You're listening to Rust Belt Running. Running is what makes me realize that, like, I'm a human being who is worth something. That is not a good measurement of my value as a human. We get between eight and 10,000 additional comments, and I read every one of them. So you had to run Sand Run for your first. You become race director and take it out. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's got to be old guy naked in the locker room. I, I get to spend time with my friend Adam. I get to do something with my friend. Right now, I'm not thinking much beyond what I'm going to be drinking next week at this time. Coleslaw on a taco is not taco, it's barbecue. And so we'll be discussing tonight with some occasional swear words from Andrew because he's upset. And that's okay. I know him as the biggest Kid Rock fan around. You rap that. <laughs> oh, dear God. You're listening to Rust Belt Running. I am Adam Wheeler. You can find me on social media at Wheels Up in CLE. Later on, the podcast will be joined by Andrew Hedinger, who you can find on social media at Andrew Runs a Lot. We, the podcast, you can find on social media at Rust Belt Running. And today, what we have is an uninterrupted episode in which we discuss uh, things we're thankful for. Uh, Andrew and I could not find time to get together this week with the holiday coming up. And even though it's going to be a smaller, less busy holiday. Uh, we still just have an opportunity to get together. So we're each going to take some time uninterrupted to talk about the things we're thankful for in keeping with uh, the season. I'm recording this, my portion at least, on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Um, and you know, I imagine that a lot of the things I'm thankful for are going to be things that a lot of the listeners out there are thankful for. And if there is, uh, you know, I guess a silver lining to this year, this just incredibly crazy year that we've had, it's that things that we might have taken for granted, or at least maybe not noticed as much in years past, seem to have been pushed to the forefront this year. Um, and you know, when I think about the things that I'm thankful for, you know, right off the bat, are my family and friends. And you know, like I said, this being the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, I'm getting ready for a Thanksgiving that's going to be. A much smaller affair. I am getting together with my parents. Um, you know, during this whole thing, ever since the state really reopened, I can still count on less than two hands the number of people outside of going to work that I've I've been seeing with some regularity. You know, without like the normal precautions. But my parents have been two of them, and um, it's going to be just us. Uh, my my brother and his wife and my niece were going to be coming up, and they decided not to, just given all the concerns. And you know, it, it's it's a year where it's a holiday season where just if you know everybody's going to do things differently. You know, Andrew and I always Andrew always ends the show talking about people needing to stay safe and stay inside and. You know, I think our hope would be that people are going to largely scale things back this holiday season. Of course, people are going to do you know what they're going to do, and it's kind of up to you to determine your your tolerance for it. But you know, I know my family's tolerance. We're doing something much smaller, and that's just the way that it has to be. And yet, I feel extreme gratitude for my family and for my friends, even though I can't have the moments with them that I want to have. I think if there's there's an underlying lesson for this year, it's that there are going to be times where you can't have the exact moment that you want to have, but it's still important to find whatever meaning you can in the moments that you can have. 
And for this year, you know, it's been FaceTiming and Zooming. And, you know, that's largely how I've seen my brother and my sister. It's how I've seen my nephews and my niece. And uh, it's, it's how I've had to see several friends. And, and that is what it is. And I understand that that comes with a cost. I understand that there's, you know, we're social creatures and that can wear you down. But, you know, something Andrew and I talked about last week on the podcast was how it feels like with the, the vaccine news that keeps coming out, we're at around mile 18 of a marathon. We've, we've endured quite a bit and the finish line is getting there and it can, it can feel like th- with that finish line in sight that, you know, it's time to kind of bank on the fact that you're going to get home. But, you know, anyone who's run a marathon knows that a whole lot can still happen in those last eight miles. And so, um, I'm willing to, I'm willing to continue to try to find the meaning in these sort of protracted or not protracted. That's not the right word, but in these sort of, um, less than ideal moments that I have with family and friends. Cause if it's what it takes to get to next year where we can safely reopen and, and go back to a more normal life, I'm willing to, to do that. So I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for my family and friends for the support that they've offered me. Um, you know, in a trying year, we've been there for each other. And it's important to continue to be there for each other as we go through what's going to be a very difficult winter as numbers continue to go up. Um, I, I just saw that Ohio just blew through its record of COVID cases reporting over 11,000 uh, today. So it's like this, this winter is going to be tough. And and I know that. And so I'm I'm grateful for the people that I have in my life that provide me an outlet and provide me support to get through this. And, you know, it's not ideal, but it's, it's what we have. It's, it's, you know, what we have until we can do more. And so I'm just, I'm grateful for them and and grateful for that. And I know that we'll, I know that we'll get through this tough holiday season and we'll get to next year. Um, You know, I'm grateful for this podcast, you know, of course, talking about this podcast, it's Andrew and I've been doing this for two years now. And, um, you know, in a, in a tumultuous year where there's been so much going on, not just the pandemic, but, you know, racial unrest and the election, it's been good to have somebody uh, who I've become good friends with in the last two years to talk to about these things, to externally process these things and put our thoughts out there. And, you know, we would obviously love to be talking about running, uh, hasn't been a whole lot of running to talk about. So, you know, having somebody who, you know, is as eager as I am to talk through some of these things and, and, recognize the areas where we agree and, and try to find agreement or at least conversation in the areas in which we disagree um, has been has been sort of therapeutic. And it's been nice to have that on a weekly or almost weekly basis. Um, and, you know, we're grateful for you guys, too. We talked to a lot of you, uh, especially during the early days of the pandemic in the spring when people were at home for the stay at home order. And, you know, I've talked about how I'm a lone wolf runner and I don't have a lot of running friends just because with my schedule, I tend to run earlier in the day or, you know, maybe kind of mid morning when a lot of people are at work. So having a lot of you, you know, who listen, who interact with us, who came on our show to talk about how they were handling the pandemic and everything that was going on, it it kind of expanded my running family a little bit. And uh, it made me even more motivated to when all this ends, get out and kind of continue to foster a running family and start doing some running with other people because, you know, I miss being around people and, and, having you guys interact with us in the way that you do has that's meant a lot to me this year. It's been a way to kind of reach out and, and grow my running family a little bit. So I'm grateful for that. You know, thinking about this year 
and the pandemic and just its interruptions in life. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for the time that it's given me to reflect. And I don't want to make light of this because I consider myself to be in a very, in a pretty privileged position, even though, um, even though I work in the service industry where business has been up and down, you know, I didn't lose my job. I haven't lost my home. Um, all of my family and friends are healthy, which means I haven't had any of those like most crushing concerns, health or money, housing that a lot of people do uh, have to struggle with. And so with those basic needs taken care of, I've been able to, you know, sit back and reflect a little bit on what I have. And, you know, it's been a year where I tend to be somebody who drives forward pretty quickly. Um, I'm always looking, you know, to, to do more, um, to be pushing for more. And at times this year, I've had to, to kind of step back and recognize that's not always feasible. And, you know, when it's not feasible, it's, it's, uh, it's been smart for me to, to sit back and just sort of say, you know what, if, if some of, if pushing forward isn't always feasible, at least be thankful for the areas where are not slipping back for the foundation that you still have under your feet. Cause it's going to, it's going to allow me to, to build on it next year when hopefully more normalcy returns. Um, and I think the other thing too is, you know, thinking about reflecting is that it has given me an opportunity to just reconsider some of the things that are important versus not important. Um, that while it's always good to be pursuing goals and pushing forward, sometimes you recognize maybe you've done some of that, you know, at the expense of other areas of your life. So, you know, as I've had to kind of step back from seeing friends, I'm as eager as ever to get back out and spend more time with friends when this is over and maybe not push as much, you know, on the job front or, um, some of those other areas. Um, it's led me to kind of sit back and think about how I want to, you know, pursue those friendships, you know, spend less time online, spend less time with my phone and, and invest in like real world face-to-face conversations, you know, and again, it's easy to have the time to do some of that stuff when you're not worried about losing your job. I, I've been able to hold on to those things. When the shutdown happened, I had the expanded unemployment that allowed me to do those things when other people had to scratch and claw because they couldn't they didn't qualify for some of those things. So there's, I have a lot of gratitude for that and for that time that it's given me to reflect um, and just kind of reconsider what's truly important in life. Um, you know, again, I don't want to minimize anything that's happened this year um, because I've been lucky. Um, you know, not having gotten sick and not having had family and friends get sick. I haven't faced some of the immediate consequences uh, from COVID as others have. Um, and so I, I want to make sure that having been spared, that at least up to this point, that I do take the time and that I have taken the time to reflect on things and and just reconsider what is a good life going forward. And, you know, this year has, has right or wrong, given me the, the opportunity to do that. Um, one of the things that I kind of recognized early on was that there were you know, just opportunities, maybe things I hadn't pursued because you think about like, what if something goes wrong? And and this year with everything that's happened, there's any number of areas where you go, where you sort of realize how little control you have over some things. And that, you know, like when I was told, don't come into work, you know, you're no longer allowed to go to work. Um, you start to realize like, shoot, you know, some of the worst things that can happen really aren't in your control. So don't necessarily worry about thinking about those things. Just push forward with what you know is right. And then if something, something happens, you can pivot. And I've had to pivot multiple times this year and I've, I've done it okay. And 
so I, I'm kind of grateful for that perspective, you know, even amidst the circumstances in which it's it's come to me, you know, having the opportunity to reconsider perspective is an important thing. And, um, you know, when you just kind of think about where things are at within society, the things Andrew and I have talked about throughout the summer, the, you know, there's a lot here at the end of the year where I think you can be a little cynical and a little down that there hasn't been kind of a clean break. And, you know, there wasn't sort of like just a, a quick moment of healing you know, on any of the issues that we're facing. But at the same time, what I have seen is I think a number of people uh, further awakened to or, or maybe spending more time thinking about the number of things going on out there that are wrong, the number of things where maybe they need to pay a little more attention and be a little more invested in. And um, you've seen a lot of people reach out and, and try to figure out ways in which they can help. You know, Andrew and I were talking after after the election that, you know, we were obviously happy with re- with the results, but there was also a part of us that was wondering what more we could do, you know, what more we could do to push for some of the things that we believe in, um, for some of the ways that we can just make our communities better. And I think I have a heightened sense of awareness about just my connection with other people, ironically, and that I we haven't been able to be as connected as maybe we would like to be. So I view that as, as a good, that if something is going to come out of this, if you're going to have something that's going to kind of push through some of the cracks and show you some of the areas where the foundation's cracking a little bit, whether it's in your own personal life or whether it's within your own community. Um, if those cracks can be exposed, it gives you an opportunity to recognize that and figure out a way you can, you know, build a better foundation for yourself, for your community. And that perspective has been big for me. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like I I'm eager for this year to be over, but I'm also looking at some of the lessons I'm taking out of this year, things I took for granted, um, maybe areas I wasn't paying attention to and recognizing that, you know, the time to sit there and reflect on it has been, you know, it's been good. It's been great for me. So I'm grateful for that. And, you know, the next action then is once you recognize that continuing to push forward by actually like doing good work, it's just like with running, if you commit to running a marathon, you know, if you decide I'm not in as good a shape as I want to be, I'm going to commit to running a marathon once you've recognized the problem and you commit to wanting to do something, the next action is to actually take tangible action to do things. And I thought a lot about that this year. And I'm, I'm grateful for that perspective, you know, even amidst the very, you know, trying circumstances in which that perspective has come from. That brings me to my last thing that I'm thankful for this year. And it's been, I think it's my, my sort of altered view of running. I'm a race centric runner and I've talked about that a lot in the two years that I've been on this podcast. And I still am. Um, the, the eagerness that I'm starting to feel about getting back onto the road and running has come as we get, you know, the vaccine news that sounds really promising. Actually today, before I hopped on to record, there was yet another vaccine. This was the, uh, AstraZeneca Oxford vaccine. This was the one that I, I volunteered to be, a, a uh, to be in the trial. I didn't get selected for it, but I volunteered to be in it. they, they announced that their vaccine uh, is 90% effective. That's three vaccines now, I believe, that have announced 90% plus effectiveness. And, you know, as that news comes out and as that starts to get me thinking about what a more normal 2021 might look like, including racing, I'm getting really excited about getting back out onto the road. But there's also this, this sort of block of time between now and then when we're going to go through, you know, the continued issues with COVID and, you know, kind of waiting to be able to get the vaccine. And um, 
you know, running, running was something that kept me sane in the spring when, when I wasn't able to work. Um, I was training to train, you know, as, as I talked about on the podcast, but really I just wanted to get out there and run, just have that block of time within my life to get out onto the road and sort of drop all the other concerns and just have that, you know, that time for me and myself. And that's how I'm viewing it again this winter. Uh, I'm really eager to get back out there and to run. I've started to set out some goals for myself, strength goals and running goals. And um, I really just want to get out and run and have that be my sort of my little time away from the world. And yes, I'm going to be building up to, you know, hopefully a summer race right now. I'm, I'm targeting, you know, I'm basically targeting what I was going to do this year. You know, the 10 miler that I typically run on Father's Day and then some sort of fall marathon, Akron, Columbus, maybe the towpath. I don't know. But, um, you know, as much as I've been a race centric runner and I want to get to Boston, I really find now that I'm looking at more and more of the things that I do and, and there's end goals for sure, but it's more about just appreciating the time, the process and the time that I have to engage in those activities and to just enjoy them for the sake of enjoying them. And yeah, I think, you know, again, that comes back to having that time to reflect, you know, how has the pandemic altered how I view how I spend my time and um, what I want to get out of my time. And with running, as much as I want to still set goals, run sub three in a marathon, get to Boston, I really just want to enjoy that time on the road for the sake of enjoying it, because there's something fun and special about just building up. It's that is that opportunity to get away from other people. If, if you like to run alone, like I do, it's an opportunity to get away from your phone, from your computer, from the demands of work and just be with yourself, just improving yourself. And I, I think I'd sort of lost track of that a little bit. And, you know, as I come to, you know, this, this is the 10th year that I've been a runner. It's the end of my first decade of running. And when I think about all the very positive things that running has brought into my life, um, yeah, a lot of great, race successes, um, certainly some failures, a lot of great moments though. And what I tend to find that I miss most though, is there's, there's just these individual training runs that I can think back to any given year where it was just the simple act of lacing up that day and driving somewhere or going out the door and just putting in the miles and getting done and just feeling like I did a, a good day's work. And I, I think I'd lost track of that a little bit. And just like so many other things this year, I had that chance to step back and lose a little less track and kind of get recentered and refocused. So um, again, I don't want to downplay this year at all. Um, you know, I know a lot of people out, you know, there's obviously a lot of people out there suffering from the effects of COVID, you know, whether it's personally getting sick or knowing somebody who got sick, you know, whether it's the economic and financial implications, or if it's just some of the other unrest going on, um, I don't want to make light of any of that um, because in a lot of ways I, I feel the indirect effects, but maybe not the direct effects. Um, and I, I, you know, I continue every day to be grateful for that. But, you know, at the same time, I, I do recognize just, you know, by having life disrupted, there's a lot more to life that we can get out of it. If we kind of get off the hamster wheel a little bit and, and spend a little more time reflecting and, that's what this year has been for me. So um, I know that I know that there's still a long ways to go between now and returning to full, full normalcy. 
And I just, I just hope that I can kind of keep a hold of some of the things that I've taken away from this year. Um, the good that has come out of a very disruptive and difficult situation. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those are the things that I'm thankful for, you know, just sort of the big picture things. Um, I, I keep telling people when they come in at work, you know, if you told me back in March, all the different things that we'd go through to get to where we're at right now, I would have told you that it was absolutely crazy. There was no way we were going to get through it. And yet somehow we have, we have not done it necessarily well. And things could have been done a lot better in a lot of different areas, but um, we've also showed a lot of resilience. And as you and you know those closest to you continue to go through, you know this pandemic and this weird year, just know that we're all in this together. Um, one of the people that Joe Biden has on his advisory board for COVID is a guy named Vivek Murthy. He was uh, Vivek Murthy or Vivek Murtha? Oh shoot. I'm sorry, I'm butchering his name, maybe. Um, he was President Obama's Surgeon General. And he was on the podcast with Andy Slavitt. You've heard me talk about Andy Slavitt before on this podcast. And he had just in this great one-minute clip, just this, just this great message for people that, you know, we're all in this together. You know, if you're suffering, if you're struggling, you know, understand that that's not a sign of weakness, that that's not a sign of fatigue that you should be ashamed of. Like, we're social people. We're designed to be social people. And so all of those regular human emotions are just proof that you're human, proof that you're, you know, having the typical normal human experiences. And so if that frustrates you, if there's times you just want to kind of give up, you know, don't because we are in this together um, and we will get it through together. That just that's just you being a normal human. And I think it's I'm grateful that I'm reminded of those things all the time, because if we reach out during these really difficult months and, and support each other and acknowledge the difficulties that we're facing, but also acknowledge that we'll be there for each other, um, it'll make the next few months much more endurable. And we'll get through to next year and we'll get to a vaccine and we'll get back, you know, we'll get to a life that resembles much more what we had, you know, this time last year, and we'll have a normal holiday season next year. So, um, yeah, just those few things that I'm grateful for. Um, I hope all of you listening, you know, our few, our, our small band of real loyal listeners, I hope you guys are all safe, that your loved ones, your families, your friends are safe, um, that you guys will have a good holiday season. Um, and uh, as always, just thank you so much for taking the time you know, to listen to us. And um, my best to all of you. With that, I'm going to hand this over to Andrew. And happy Thanksgiving to everybody. The holiday season has begun. It's going to be chock full of crazy, I'm sure. And uh, what, how else could 2020 end? Um, we are headed towards the, uh, the, the home stretch here of the craziest year that I'm pretty sure any of us have lived through. Uh so it's you know I think it's been a strange year. It it's not been a year that I think any of us are you know gonna talk about as uh, you know a year that was full of much joy. Uh, where there's there's been a lot of heartbreak. Adam touched on a lot of it. Uh, the uh, in his segment, you know, there's been a lot of the economic hardship there's obviously been a lot of sickness and and death and just being stuck at home uh and 
having to wear a mask everywhere, and, which that doesn't bother me anymore. I'm so used to it now. It's kind of funny. I was at work yesterday, and I uh, I, I go to various customer sites, and uh, as I was walking in, I for some reason I'm not sure why I was obviously somewhat distracted. I forgot to grab my mask and put it on. And as soon as I hit the inside of this building, I could see the customers look at me and I kind of smiled. And there was something that was like, oh, my God, they can see my smile. And I immediately I dropped everything I was doing in the doorway and ran back out and grabbed my mask and ran back in. It was that was such a uh, strange moment to just realize just I mean, I felt it was as if you walked into a place without pants on. It was like that same feeling. It was I felt so ashamed, and uh, it was just it was it was a comical moment. And we've had we've had plenty of those uh, this year. There's no doubt. Um, you know, there's there's been a lot of heartbreak, but there's there's been a lot of I think there's been a lot of great things that have come uh, from this year. And there there are a lot of things that I'm I'm very thankful for. I think there's things that again Adam touched on it. Uh, in the first half that we can, we can be grateful that we were able to recognize or appreciate. Um, there's uh, one, one analogy I always use. And I think this is something that I'm gonna, you know, I, I think when we, when we do get back to more normal, um, it'll be a little bit more how we feel. I think sometimes we just take too much for granted. And, uh, well, I, I live about 10 minutes from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Lived in Ohio for about a cumulative nine years, and I have—I'm a huge football fan. I mean, we we do sports episodes, um, and I—but I've only been to the Pro Football Hall of Fame one time, and I think so much of what it is is oftentimes when things are that accessible, it's easy to go. Oh no, we'll just put it off. I don't want to. I don't want to go this weekend. I don't want to need to see those people tonight. I think that's a little bit. I think that's been exposed, and I think it's something that many of us can look at and go, "That's something to be corrected." And I, I don't think I will be taking as many things for granted in the future, like just simple things, like when we have these days where it's getting dark. It, five o'clock and there's not much to do because it's cold out just simply going to the mall and walking around with my family i missed that to kill time grabbing a bite to eat somewhere and just going and walking around i miss it i you never realize how much you miss that stuff but i've been able to recognize so much else you know i i talked before this all happened i talked so much about how i was looking forward to the end of april I, I was registered for the Glass City Marathon in Toledo and uh, was having a great training cycle with some just really strong runs. And my last long run of that, what turned out to be my last long run of that cycle was one of those training runs that you remember. I mean, you have, you have a handful of training runs that you really go, yes, that one. That's, that's the run. Like, that, that's the one that got me to a sweet race and a PR like this was one of those like I knew I always say I knew for a fact I was going to PR a month and a half after 
And obviously things changed. I mean, things began to change the next day. It, it was just such a bizarre um, scenario. But after Glass City, I was supposed to go, uh, again, I've talked about it, on a cruise with my wife and kid. It was going to be our first vacation, the three of us. It was going to be my son's first time on a ship. It was going to be my wife and I's second. And a chance to start showing my son the world. That's He told us once that's what he wants to do. He wants to see the world. And this is going to be a chance for him to experience different cultures and um, countries and, and people. And we were just so excited about that. Uh, and obviously that was taken away as well. And that was taken away a second time. <laughs> and then ultimately a third time. And hopefully not a fourth time. But, uh, you know, I... I sit back and I think about what I've missed from this year. And it's those. I'm going to look back and I'm going to think about, I, I, you know, I've missed out on, I was furloughed for a few weeks. I, I didn't have the, the work problems that Adam did quite, but I was furloughed for a few weeks. I've been working at a company where we, didn't bring back everybody as quickly as that, and uh, we were very, very, very short-staffed and run ragged for a long time, and we're still kind of in that boat. But, um, you know, I those aren't the things that I'm going to look back on this year and remember. You know, I'm not going to remember. Um, I mean, I'll remember it, but that's not how I'm going to recognize this year i'm always going to recognize this year by this that week that two week period that was taken away from me and what's so special about that to me is hopefully 2021 getting those memories back i'm so looking forward to getting back to training i ran today it's thanksgiving i ran this morning i ran 5k this morning i had to do a turkey trot and it was awesome it was my second run since I rolled my ankle a couple weeks back. But I'll talk about that more here in a second. But I, I, I can't wait to run through Toledo. Like, that, how much that is going to mean to me is just going to – it's going to feel like my first marathon. And I, I, I just cannot look more forward to that. And for our cruise, we have uh, – we had rebooked for November of next year. That was we, – we finally got sick of re rebooking and we kind of knew okay this isn't gonna this isn't gonna be practical we don't want to risk being guinea pigs and getting stuck out at sea or something so let's go november that may maybe november of 2021 will work and uh so we 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 booked that and it's obviously paid off because our previous ones worse and we started my wife and i started talking about it and just realized like this is a chance for us to save money and just blow it all like just have total baller status vacation because you know what we've earned it my son has earned it i mean he he was such a trooper through all the heartbreak he was told twice this year that his cruise was canceled so close to it the first one the second one we kind of knew because we booked for september we knew within a week or two that that wasn't happening but the first one, I mean, that was so heartbreaking because it's all we could all talk about for so long. And, uh, but he was so good. He, he wasn't, he was all upset. He wasn't angry. He didn't take it out on us. He does that with a lot of other things, but he didn't do it with this. 
Um, but it, it was, you know, something that, you know, we want to give to us for all holding strong through this and uh, doing the right thing. And, you know, we've been shut in. We, we, we don't go out. We, um, we, we don't do anything. I mean, going to the grocery store is a big outing. And, uh, you know, we, we've, we've earned the right to save some money and blow it all in a year. So I'm, I'm, but I'm thankful for how special those moments are going to be. The release that we will have when those moments do come again and that we won't take them for granted. Won't take seeing or seeing people for granted. Realize you know, you don't realize what you have until it's gone. And I think we, we see that this year. And uh, in the absence of any true financial hardship and sickness and death, that's been my hardship is things that I, I didn't realize how much I loved them. So not going to take things for granted anymore. And I'm, I'm grateful to have that shown to me. Um, there's also you know, almost a perfect mirror of what Adam was saying when it comes to running. Now, I've actually been running a little. I was running so good. I had actually hit a point where I was – I had found how to run without training because I'm so race-focused, just as Adam said. Like, I'm, I'm so focused on training for races. Not really been great at running in off-seasons. Off-seasons, I typically take more time to recover and strength train. Or just be lazy and drink beer. Well, beer part, <clears throat> that exists all the time. Uh, but the, you know, the, I've never really been good at just going out and running for, with no end goal. Like, what, what's, what's the game here? Like, where are you headed? And I've never, I'd never been good at that. And I, I finally found that this year. And then, um, you know, a few weeks ago, I had, about a month and a half ago, I rolled my ankle on a walnut pretty severely. And then a couple weeks after that, I tweaked it at work right when I was starting to finally feel better. And um, I've only run twice since, once being this morning. But I'm not, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I did run a 632 final mile. Beep, beep. Um, it, it was... That was... But that was a run, like seeing that mile when I got to the end of it. That that kind of I think that gave me the confidence to go yeah it's time it's time to get back like that that high felt good and uh, you know now I want more and that I've been able to find that within myself this year in the absence of races you know I that's that's huge for me I mean that's only going to make me a better runner when training comes around you know that I've found a way to stay motivated with no race on the horizon. I mean, really, yeah, I, I think when you're training, you so often are looking at things week by week. And uh, that's that's not really how you look at it when you're just running to run. You really are looking at it in a, in a, daily, um, in a daily way. I, I, that was a terrible, terrible way to put that. Um, but you're, you're ah, reflecting daily. There we go. That's better. I needed Adam on the other side to help me get where I am. That's the problem with these uninterrupted ones. Like, we can't help finish each other's thoughts or augment them 
at all. Uh, so, but I, I've, I've found a different love of running through all of this. And I can't wait to get back to training. I really can't. But even when I ran today, when I got done, I was like, all right, yeah, it's time to get back to running. Like, I'm ready to lace up tomorrow at some point. Maybe I won't. It's a holiday. I don't care necessarily. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to get back. And it has nothing to do with Glass City training starting in January. It's not like, oh, my gosh, I got to start getting – I got to start training for training that we always talk about. And that's not the thought. The thought is I just want to run again. I'm just ready to run. And that's exciting to me that I found that through the chaos that is 2020. And then really the last thing I'm thankful for is this podcast that we've done for two years now uh, is it's been a godsend through all of this. Um, I mean, (laughs) there was there was the joke when we had when we had just started this and it had stuck in our intro for a while um, (laughs) where I told Adam, this is the highlight of my week. You're the highlight of my week, Adam. And. You know, (laughs) that rings true now because what else do we have? It's, it's my chance to interact with somebody who's not my wife or kid or my parents. We've kind of grafted my parents into our household through this because it kind of keeps our circle at five and it, you know, they help us with our son and stuff like that. And they had just moved here. And so I'm thankful they moved here and I'm thankful to have them in our household even though they're not in our household. But that's kind of how we treat it. Our little pod, whatever you want, our quarantine, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, you know, outside of that, I don't have any, in work, I don't have any interaction with people. And, you know, this is, this is it. This is my, this is the highlight of my week again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's a lot of conversations. Um, well, I'm going to say first, uh, before I get all sappy. Uh, you know, we're grateful, both of us, uh, Adam talked about it before, and um, I'm going to talk about it now, just to our listeners um, that have held on with us through, for two years for some reason, um, but have, you know, been interactive with us and been the reason that we're, well, we're here each week because we just like talking to one another, but, we, you know, it, it's it's just fun to have people who listen and interact and the reason that we want to be better at what we do instead of just hopping on without any structure or any trying to get better each week. Because uh, that's what that's what we seek to do is to be better at being listenable. And uh, we do that because we have people who do listen to us and interact with us. And we're, we're just very grateful to each and every one of you who's that way. Uh, from the Staying Sane series we did to... You know, just sliding into our DMs from time to time or who have been on for full episodes or, you know, just listen with no interaction whatsoever. Uh, we're just grateful to um, all of you guys. It's it's a dopamine hit and a year that you need it. And so we're, we're very thankful to that. And Adam, I'm just so, so grateful for. Uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny because Adam and I have only like physically met in person, I think, three or four times. And I think like two of them were just like a handshake. Oh, hey, we're friends on social media. And then there were two times we like legit hung out. One was for a run and the other was 
uh, Cleveland Marathon Week last year. Other than that, there's not really been much. Adam and I have just developed this friendship through this. But this year in particular, it's meant a lot. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful for the time that we spend on air when we're recording. But I think more than that, I'm grateful for the time we spend uh, off air when we're recording. Um, or when we're done recording or before we record. Because that's when we're we're really just... It's like I'm at a bar with a buddy. And we don't have that time right now. So uh, I, I, I would be very, very, very... I would be much more unhappy uh, without Adam and this podcast. It's been a godsend this year. And uh, hopefully we've helped you along the way too. So uh, there, I think there's a lot to be thankful for though. I, I think through this crazy year, you know, aside, I, I can't speak for people who have, um, you know, gone through economic hardship, suffered loss. But I think outside of that, there are things that we can look at and, and find. Those, those diamonds in the rough of 2020, I think, can be very special and help to make us better people in 2021, 22, and moving forward. There's a lot of introspection, and, uh, and I, I think we, we kind of but we let all of this happen in vain if we fail to find that. So I'm, I'm grateful to be able to look at this year and see areas that I can improve that I would not have really known and noticed uh, without 2020 being so 2020. And of course, we've got like the best memes ever uh, this, this year. I mean... I, no, no year ever will their memes. No memes will ever hold a candle to 2020. Knocking on wood, because uh, gosh, I sure, sure hope no year gives memes a reason to be as good as they were this year. So from Governor Dewine memes, which are my absolute favorite. Oh my God, they're amazing. Um, but yeah, I, that's it. I'm thankful for as much as we can be this year. But it's going to be better. This year will make us stronger. And I'm looking forward to 2021. We're almost there. Sit tight. We're at mile 18 of a marathon right now. We're getting there. It's close, but there's still a long way to go. That sounds like a Yogi Berra-ism right there. We're still close, but we're so close, but we got a long way to go. So uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you had a great Thanksgiving. I hope that you have a great and safe holiday season. Please stay safe, stay clean, stay home, because that's like probably the most important thing right now. Wear your mask. Arrest the cops who killed Brianna Taylor. And enjoy your miles, everybody.